Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. I only have one question. Do you think I deserve your full attention? That's what I like to hear. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to Script to Screen. Today, we're going to be doing a bonus podcast episode on the new film, Knives Out. Joining me here in the booth today is Luke and Kieran. Hey there. What's up? All right. Knives Out is a new movie from Last Jedi director Ryan Johnson. So all of you who hate The Last Jedi, it's all right. You can stay if you want to. But if you're that triggered that Ryan Jensen directed this movie, you're allowed to leave. We no, will not be offended. You're not allowed. Sorry. But we're going to be talking about Knives Out today. It's a murder mystery in the kind of in the classic vein of someone like Agatha Christie and her classic murder mystery stories. Um, stars Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, Ana de Armas, Christopher Plummer, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, what else? That's that's it's a pretty big cast, I'd yeah, say. Pretty good. It's pretty huge. Da- did I say Daniel Craig? Yes. Keith Stanfield, Tony Collette, Michael Shannon, uh, the girl from 13 Reasons Why. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a huge cast, I'd say. Definitely an ensemble cast. Yeah, an ensemble cast by and far. But I think, I think sort of Ana de Armas takes more control of this movie than I initially realized. She plays the the main girl, basically. Mm. I didn't know that she was going to, I thought it was going to be more of it. I thought it was less of an ensemble cast than I I thought initially, just because she kind of has, it's kind of her movie in a lot of ways. It's kind of a... Yeah, there's a lead actor and a lead actress for sure. I mean, yeah. Daniel Craig and her definitely right. are the if focus we, if of we're the movie. D- if we're talking Oscars, like they would be the ones who would get nominated for those those respective yeah, roles. Right. Yeah, right. man. And I, I, I didn't really expect that, but I think it's certainly brings an interesting aspect to the movie that kind of is able to balance these two different things of like having a main protagonist and then also having this ensemble to support her and and then also Daniel Craig too. I think sometimes that that actually is is a nice way to use an ensemble cast because the, char- the, the, the they can have fun with their characters, but they don't have to do too much. So they're supporting yeah. a good story. When, well, when you yeah. try to do too much with it, it just becomes kind of messy and, yeah. I thought that, like, I agree with that for sure, but all the supporting characters are also really interesting. They provide a lot of comedy for like the like the, especially the first act where there's a lot of exposition going on. Yeah, like it doesn't really feel like exposition because like the supporting characters provide so much comedy and like lightheartedness to this sort of like dimmer situation. And I think that's kind of what you need in a murder mystery story like this, where you have these supporting characters that kind of bring comedic elements that that not only that aren't there just to serve comedic purpose, but to kind of move the story along in a, in a more effective way. Yeah, it. It, in some ways, I've never done this, but I've heard a, a fair amount about them. My parents used to do them back in the day, the, the murder mystery like dinners. The dinner parties, Where yeah. like you'd have a character that you had to do. The mm-hmm. first part especially really felt like that with how they were doing the interviews. The interviews, yeah. yeah. I really like the interviews. Yeah. So like basically they start out the movie with with these interviews yeah. of, of this uh, patriarch's family, his descendants essentially, and one of his... Uh, his mother, I think, is is the one who's who's yeah. not a descendant, um, <laughs> and she doesn't do an interview. And she doesn't nope. do an interview. <laughs> well, uh, sort of. Later, but, but so he gets he's he's killed. He's dead, and we don't really know exactly what's happening there. So Daniel Craig comes in and is like interview, and Keith Stanfield also, uh, their characters 
come in and start interviewing basically the family and that's kind of where we start and then it really goes to some really interesting places after that i mean i don't really know if we want to talk as far as the plot goes past that because like that's the setup for the rest of the movie but i feel like everything past that is kind of goes to an interesting place structurally i don't know if it's like surprising as far as like where it goes from the murder mystery part of it but as far as like the way it gets there i was like surprised by yeah what do you think kieran what what struck you about kind of the the plot setup? Um, I don't know. I thought that the way that it all laid got laid out at the beginning and unfolded towards the end. Yeah. I'm not very good at talking about these things. <laughs> <laughs> so like a typical murder mystery sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it's I thought, it's, it's very it's in the it's classic and it's in the vein of it's in it very much adheres to a lot of the classic f- formula for this genre, mm-hmm. but it does add a lot of modern sort of twists into it at the same time. Yeah, like I mean, using the even editing wise, I think, but mm. uh, but as far as like the literal plot elements of it, it's also somewhat modern because you, in, they, a lot of modern elements are included as far as the way the murder plays out, you know, mm-hmm. but as far as a lot of it is, feels, feels very formulaic as far as adhering to a classical murder mystery structure, which is not a bad thing whatsoever. Yeah. I, I, I think really the main, the main uniqueness is the interviews, honestly. To yeah, start with as, the interviews yeah. and use that as exposition, mm-hmm. I thought was was a really cool thing, and it was it was a fun way to number one do a lot of exposition, but well, number and get two, to know the characters. That's what I was just yeah. gonna say yeah. to, yep. to introduce us to all of the characters immediately. They, they, well, we I was kind of like playing catch up almost. Like they he introduces the characters very quickly, mm. but uh, I think he does his best to kind of establish their geography with each other. You know, like who's related to who. Yes, uh, there's a, like there's a portrait of. Uh, Chris Evans, his character, and his parents on the on the on a, on a drawer. So like you weren't you're not exactly sure who they are, but then you see okay he's their kid, and then there you think they're and, and you you get a general feel for who's related to whom and who has power over whom and like that kind of thing. Yeah, pretty quickly. I mean it's it is thrown at you very quickly. Yeah, which it, which I don't know if it's an issue or not, but it, it. I I think that might be a little bit part of the mystery because then you're kind of. You're like, wait a minute. Who are these people? How are they related <laughs> to each other? And you're kind of doing the same work the detective's doing. Yeah, it's so rapid fire though that I feel like it's not intended necessarily to be part of the mystery. Like sometimes it feels like you just you just missed something that you were supposed to already be clearly know. Mm. Yeah. At least at the beginning, as far I mean, yeah, y- you catch on pretty quickly. But it feels like at the beginning they could have slowed it down like even a tad to 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 better understand what's exactly happening. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm trying to think back. They didn't. They didn't use any. They didn't use any like um, unreliable narrator. In I don't the, in this. Think yeah, so. no. There was. It kind of seems like they yes, do. It's. It seemed like it a few times, but then I don't think lo- they do. Though. You learn later, like, oh, I see how that fits. So, yeah, I, I I really liked it. One thing that surprised me was how early you. Ca- like they reveal what happened. They they revealed that pretty much kind of in the middle of the movie, and I was like, well, "Where but, are they going to go from here?" I, yeah, I was, and they do take it to some interesting places. Yeah, I did think that. That's yeah. what I mean by like as far as understanding 
what happens, but then seeing where it goes. Yeah. Because they reveal it in an interesting way and it kind of goes. And, and that's, I don't know if that's the modern tr- stru- twist or the modern structure of it or not. I don't know if, if it would be revealed differently in sort of uh, past years. That's probably, yeah, that's probably not a, a tip because typical a murder mystery you kind of wait till the very mm-hmm. end to it's find out exactly the, what happens yeah it's the and, climax i mean you, you you do kind of you know you don't know exactly what happens until the very end well, but, but a lot a lot of what happens is revealed pretty like about at the halfway point yeah well, that's the thing that i think they were trying to do is we thought that one thing was going to be like the main reveal but then they reveal it to us and like we're like oh but then later on we actually figure out the main reveal and it's a lot more intricate than we thought it was. Yeah. 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 I, I thought overall the movie was efficient. Like I didn't feel like there were wasted scenes or, mm-hmm. or, yeah. or wasted moments even. Yep. I, I, I never felt like. It's like the antithesis can, of the last Jedi. <laughs> it, yeah. I, yes. You're right. You're right. I, I think you're I mean, right I don't about know if the editing. Like, I don't know if that's just because like Ryan Johnson feels like he wants to play around in the world of, of Star Wars and it kind of. The structure of Star Wars doesn't really allow him to do that. Yeah. Because I feel like The Last Jedi, as far as a movie and as far as like being edited by itself, I feel like if he had the ability to sort of play around in that world in a different way, that might actually be a much more interesting movie than it is because of like the classical structure of Star Wars. Like I'm okay with him changing the thematic framework of Star Wars and kind of like playing around in that world as far as just saying what he wants to say through that universe. But when it comes to to altering the actual structure of the movie and sort of like get it, putting his fingers into the, like the way, I don't know, like the pacing of it, the pacing mm-hmm. and editing yeah. of it just feels so off to me. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, but I, I like, so like why well, I, I like what he does conceptually there, but I feel like the editing is just so weird. I don't really understand what's going on there as far as like the editing of that movie is so poor. I think that's the reason why a lot of the things that I like conceptually, other people disagree with that. But like, I think that's a lot of the reason why that thing, the, that kind of stuff doesn't work. Yeah. I think that here that editing in the knives out, I think the editing is l- pretty much spot on throughout. Yeah. yeah. I think he had a I think he had a better story to work with, maybe. With or knives out, you mean with knives out. Like hmm. it was a tighter and maybe he's just a better murder mystery director. I don't know. See, I, I, I might disagree with that because I feel like in Last Jedi, I feel like the story itself, a lot of like that's what I mean conceptually. Like I feel like the story of like, even I think the Ray and Kyla story is pretty much flawless. I honestly. I do like that story. But a lot. I think like Finn and Poe's storyline is conceptually decent and i feel like a better director like i don't know if i want to say that he's not a great director but i feel like a better star wars director like we've seen jj proficiency at, at at least telling a an entertaining story and being and being in efficient the star wars universe. and being efficient and using the language of cinema as far as it relates to like the way star wars feels mm. and i feel like regardless of whether or not you like the force awakens i feel like jj abrams makes an entertaining movie on in its own right Mm-hmm. And I think J.J. Abrams might have been a direct, better director for The Last Jedi, especially when working with such a uh, deviant script. <laughs> deviant is probably a good way to say it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, getting back to Knives, Knives out, yeah. out, though, what do you think? What what performances stood out to you here? I, I mean, Ana de Armas, like I said before, like she seems she's much more prominently featured than I initially thought. And I... I hadn't. We haven't really seen her in a whole ton of stuff. I mean, pretty much Blade Runner twenty forty nine is the only thing that I can think of that I've seen her in, and she's kind of an up and comer. But I think she she's pretty good here. And I, a lot of the movies she has to do, do without talking, mm. because she has this thing that like doesn't allow her to talk. I don't really want to get into this, but there's this thing that that she can't 
talk because of not extensively and like she 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 works around that and like that you see that stopping her from talking several times and then there's other times where she does talk and and she's just she's very engaging as far like her eyes are very engaging i agree i thought her non-verbals and particularly her facial non-verbals were really really good i think i think she's she might be the best performance in the movie honestly yeah i mean chris evans is doing um he's just trying to being a jackass for most of the movie. Um, Which he does well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, there's the famous trailer moment at this point. Yes, uh, yes. Which that that trailer moment did kind of like when you see that scene happen, because I, I heard them. I haven't seen the trailer, but I heard the trailer. And it's like I we get to that point in the movie. and I'm like, OK, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? And then you finally hear it dropped and it's like okay it's kind of like ruins that scene in a little bit because i because i was waiting the entire time for that to happen you know unless oh, gotcha. it doesn't really happen <laughs> until the end well i mean it's it's just it's not the movie's fault necessarily it's more the marketing's fault i would say what do you what do you say in the trailer when he says to the um i don't even when he says to the who does he talk to is it jamie lee curtis's character? oh yeah up your yeah yeah that part yeah and and I think it actually, I felt like it fit in the scene in the movie much better, better than, than it does the, trailer the trailer appears. It, the trailer yeah. just makes it appear like it comes out of nowhere. But it's at the end of the scene, basically, yeah. which is like, I don't, it's just distracting. But yeah, I thought Chris Evans' acting job was yeah. solid. Yeah. He was he was convincing in the ways he needed to be. He was he was not just a total flat character either. There were times where he seemed kind of charming or, or like, Kind of the scoundrel type. Yeah, lovable. but he's he's more he's more flat than Ana de Armas, I'd say. Oh, for sure. Like, for I sure. think she's very rounded yeah. out as far as like understanding who she is, and and she does seem to have some layers to her. I, I, some of the decision making in this movie is a little bit questionable by the characters. Or you yeah, mean, okay. How like like what she, kind of what she does hmm. after a certain point, she kind of does some makes some questionable decisions that I feel like she might have. If, thought better of yeah i mean obviously she's distraught and and stuff and, and she's sort of being but I feel like pressured by a lot of different forces right so it is it is understandable and it doesn't really ruin the experience of it uh of the thing it's just but like kind of after that sequence like during during the sequence of kind of that that where she's doing that kind of stuff after that it all happened i kind of look back at that and it's like we could have avoided a lot of this if different decisions were made it doesn't mean that it's necessarily like you know that it didn't have to go this way. I mean, that's kind of what you have to do with characters. I mean, all characters are basically like that to to a certain extent, like if we're being completely honest. But I think it's it's your job to kind of make that as less apparent as possible, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah. What about what about were there any favorite scenes that you had, Kieran, or or, or sequences of without like, spoilers? Yeah, without spoilers. <laughs> yeah. But but were there any certain scenes where you were like, oh man, I really like that, or that was. Because th- there was a lot of humor, there was there was some good kind of reveals. You know, the was... knives, the knives, and the and the thing. Yes, yeah. with you kind of the you... people sitting in the middle. Right, and I was wondering when someone was going to do that. Yes, it you... doesn't. I mean, it doesn't. Ha- it doesn't happen for a while. But it was well used because you know what's going to happen at some point. They're going to sit right where the circle is. Yeah, yep. it was well used. I like that, and I like that they didn't do it until that. I was like, the, do they not realize that they have this perfect frame? <laughs> like this is going to look dope when it happens. They and, were toying with it the whole right, yeah. and I yeah. loved that. That, that was, was so cool. awesome. And then when it finally happens, it clicks so perfectly. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I liked? I liked the part about there's a part where the where the detective. 
what what's uh Craig? Yeah, uh, he, uh Blanco is it? Yeah. Blanco Blanc Blanc. Where yeah. he he makes an analogy about the case. Yeah, <laughs> and he goes on and on about it. Oh my gosh, it's, it's so yeah, it's it's very there's funny. a there's a couple instances of that where where characters kind of like go start saying something and then they say it again and then again and again. Like at the very beginning with, with the sister on the computer. Or no, oh, the, the, oh, the, yeah. yeah. The, watching the movie. Watching the movie. The first the, the, the person in the movie, you only you don't even see the movie, but you yeah. just hear it. It just goes on and on and on and on. And, and then on. her mom goes and on. Then, yeah. <laughs> yes, that was a great scene. Yeah. Yeah, I liked And that's just in the exposition like the exposition. Like I think that's when you first introduced her character. Yeah, yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm trying to think of I mean, I really there wasn't I didn't think there were any characters that really took me out of the movie. I mean I really wasn't impressed, but they didn't give him a lot to do with the the kid from it. From it, yeah. He they just didn't give him a lot. They to used do. him as a punchline. Is that much. the brat? Yeah. yeah. Kid. Well, the, the yeah the, the kid the, from the alt right, yeah. the alt right yeah. Nazi troll. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Like, yeah, they did sort of just use him as a punchline, and he he's really, not really. Yeah. He's literally a punchline. Like he doesn't really have a character yeah. other than being a joke. Well, so that was all the, little, and he overhears a couple stuff, a couple but, things that are important. But yeah. He doesn't yeah, I mean, like that it's, was... it's it's basically the the three kids, not the three inheritance. Uh, yeah, the, the, the kids three, of the dude the kids that died. of the patriarch of the of Christopher Plummer that are the are the main, and then there's people around each of them yes. that have that are involved also. But Meg was okay. That that was that yeah, was thirteen the, reasons why. That was the granddaughter. <laughs> so she's the daughter of I can't, the daughter I can never see her as anything other than that. Like she was, uh, Catherine Langford is her name. I, I don't want to just refer. <laughs> uh, but she, she, was init- she was initially cast in Avengers Endgame. And she shot a scene with Tony Stark where after, I don't know if it's before or after, but before or after he does the snap, he appears in the soul world and talks to her. Catherine Langford, the girl from 13 Reasons Why as wow. grown up Morgan Stark. Wow. Which I feel like would have completely been a terrible idea because it's like we have we don't really know who this character is and we're seeing her basically like in uh heavens sort of somewhere yeah. and after she's the main thing she's known for is killing herself basically so it would just be really oh. weird. Mm. I, I if if they had kept that and I think taking it out was a good decision. Mm. I wonder if I I doubt that Thirteen Reasons Why was the reason they they took it out. Probably just uh, it be, might have. You been. think so? I think it's possible because that's kind of what I because they released it. I think they released it on Disney Plus. Okay, uh, that bonus scene. I just saw it on Instagram from like a rip. Uh, but huh. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, on your on your bonus episodes, do you do? I've listened to some of them, but I, and I don't think I've heard you do scores. No, we could do scores though if you want to. I don't know. I think it might be interesting because I am kind of curious. We didn't talk any scores or numbers or anything nope. since we got out of the theater. And I, I am kind of curious to see where it ends up. Uh, I guess just thinking of a couple other areas, I do think it was really well shot. The shots were interesting. I liked, I like mean, you said, the editing was good. The editing is mostly good. There were a couple, I mean, I've, I've noticed this, a, I've, I feel like I've noticed editing more lately. I don't know why. Like I talked about that a lot with Chronicles of Narnia. And I was like, I feel like the editing in this movie is really, really bad. In Chronicles. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But we... I think the thing that I've, that it's come down to for me is good editing is editing that you don't notice. Mm. 
Yes. And there were a couple of there. It's it's no, it's nothing that was like bad editing. It was just like I did notice the edit, if you know what I mean. I see. Yep. And it and it was literally just like, why did I notice they cut there? Mm. It's really weird mm. that I've been. But there's just movies that I watch, and it's like I I see the cut happen because normally when you're watching, you don't see the cuts happen. True. If you think about it, like you don't you don't well, that's you good. don't think that's in your good head, editing, right? And you don't right. think in your head, oh look, they cut there. But like there's one where uh where Ransom Chris Evans character is sitting in a chair. And he has his hand, and he's talking. They have a close up on him, and he's moving, and he's moving his hand back and forth. And they cut back to a wide, and his hand suddenly snaps back to being completely still. Oh wow! Yeah, and I just noticed it. And oh, it's that's kind of like yeah. that. Just seems almost like a sloppy editing error, right? Yeah. Wow. Oh, I didn't. That's 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 the one that I noticed. That was the biggest that one that I noticed. Okay. But there's just there was like just a couple other times where it's like. Maybe maybe this hap- This is kind of feels like it's been happening in pretty much every movie that I watch, honestly. <laughs> but it's just like, oh, I see a cut happening there. Why am I seeing that? Like, I don't want to see. It's that. almost like when you're reading a paper and you catch a spelling error or an extra the <laughs> or something, and you're like, really? Did I just catch that? Like in a published book, yeah, <laughs> or something, and you're yeah. kind of like, ah, oh. <laughs> yeah, just like a quick little moment where like you can skim over it, but you're also kind of like, come on, yeah. <laughs> someone should have caught this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. So, yeah, you have the uh, you have the letters. So. I have the letters. All right, what what do we got? First impression. Hard. I I really had fun. I laughed. I was intrigued. Did you cry? I did not cry. I I I, I don't know if I I, re, I almost never cry. Period. But I almost never cry in movies too. But anyway, do you ever cry in movies? Are you completely soulless? <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Nearly. Let's we, just call it nearly okay, soulless. You have, just, just you know, the requirement to be on the show is to have a soul. <laughs> so, oh, I said nearly, nearly soulless. Um, so, I first impression for me is probably going to be an eight. I really, I really liked it. I enjoyed it, and and there wasn't an like right after I watched it, I wasn't like. I really didn't like this part or mm-hmm. this really, yeah. you know, yeah. there wasn't anything that was glaringly but like, I don't, wrong. Did you just out of curiosity, you didn't feel that like walking out of the last Jedi, did you like right out of, right after walking out, you didn't think this movie has problems. No, no. And cause neither did I. Yeah. Actually, at that's first, not true. That's first, not true. I did watch it. literally the first time I watched last, last Jedi. I said, I love this movie. You hated the force. Canto bite is stupid. Oh, bite. I said that this, the very first time I walked out of it and then the second time I watched it I was I was like this movie's perfect and the third time I watched it I was like <laughs> it's not that perfect so you're and then I it was really like my experience with this movie is really weird and by now I've got it down to like an 8 out of 10 so it's like I feel like 8 out of 10 yeah wow I, I don't think I could go that high on Last Jedi oh really yeah I, cause it, well I mean cause if you walked if you didn't cause like I feel walking like, out I would have right. probably been at an 8 Maybe even eight and a half or nine. Part of it is just you're so excited to see another Star Wars movie. I mean, for right, me yeah. anyway. And, but but and I did notice the flaw of the Canto bite sequence immediately. That's interesting that after it stood out to you it, yeah. like that. I mean, then, and that's, but I then think, upon but further people, review. But even people me, who just, love The Last Jedi, I think everyone admits the Canto bite sequence is pointless. If you if you don't admit that, uh, then you're just not that was, being honest. It was just unfortunate. It's just unnecessary. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Come on. I thought you liked The Last Jedi enough to at least be like a 7 or 8, especially considering like you generally are more favorable. Well, I think it would be a 7. Yeah, okay. It would be a 7. Yeah. But it's it's not high on my, well... Your Star it's, Wars. It's middling yeah. on my Star Wars overall list. Yeah. Yeah. So... 
If we I'd, talk more about Star Wars, we're going to get, like, hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. All right. We'll probably from, from a, Probably from a regular co-host. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, hey, I love Star Wars. I'm not hating on Star no, Wars No, I'm at talking all. about giving praise to The Last Jedi. Oh, no, it's a seven <laughs> for me. It's it, like I'm saying I'm not giving it praise, I don't feel. But oh, anyway. Oh, your, your seven is a high score. That's, that's, that's not praise. If you like it at all, you never know. Oh, oh, I see. I see what you're saying. It, you it, it, like even middle is just you have to either hate it or love it, huh? Yes, you're not allowed to be partial. Or, oh yeah, moderates are not acceptable or, in our society anymore, are yeah. they? Sorry, <laughs> I Come apologize. On, get with it. Sorry to offend all you trolls. Yeah, I feel like this. Does this this does this movie kind of wade into that at all? Because it it is kind of wading into politics at least partially and i and i'm my my question is does it kind of wade into the idea that you're able to be partial and you're able to kind of be uh bipartisan impartial you mean or partial what do you mean Im, sorry impartial impartial and bipartisan a little bit because i feel like it does a little bit but at least i feel like a lot of the the context is leaning more towards partisan partisan especially like within within the family and even like the way it kind of ends up i feel like a lot of it is like the world is partisan and it's just kind of like there's no that such thing is bipartisanship but at this well but at the same time the lead character i'd say one of the main themes here is kind of like a good heart like a good person who yeah, does yeah, the yeah. right thing mm-hmm. and well, that was stated outright. It was stated outright, but I didn't think in a super like on the nose way. But no. but yeah. it's it's interesting on the political part of it, like just to think, there are still people who will do the right thing. There was okay. Yeah. There was one scene where uh, the detective was talking to the girl. And yeah, on Amherst's character. Yeah, and he said something What's that really, I don't know. I just wasn't expecting it, and it made me feel a little weird. But it made you feel a little weird, like yeah. th- that it was too much the message of the movie. No, what oh, he okay. said. No, was it was. Else. I don't know. It was where he was talking about how maybe they're right for each other, and I'm like, oh, where'd that come from? Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know what scene you're talking about as well. But I, I, it wasn't that—that that wasn't intended in any kind of romantic. Or yeah, I know, but way. it just was like it seemed like it was odd, too, yeah. too out of place, too close towards that. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, initially, I think I haven't even. I think I mean because we just literally came here straight from the theater, so I, I haven't quite placed this for sure on my top twenty for the year. I think it's sitting about like four for the nice, year. Nice, so, so what's your yeah first impression? Though, eight for you? out of ten. Eight. I'd say. Okay, what about you, Kieran? Oh uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Eight. Yeah, copycat. <laughs> yeah, you copied him first. Uh, so. Well, I have my list. Do you have your list? Yeah, man. <laughs> Where is it? Show me. Prove it. Prove it. Open the zipper. Oh, open the wallet. Marta Cabrera. That's the name Marta, of the yes. character. Marta. I don't even have my phone. Five dollars. So. That's not a list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll take it. I'll take it. Nah. Yeah, right. Okay, give me the five and you can have your eight. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I didn't good? know we had to pay Deal? for scores. I don't know. This is getting a little shady now. Well, yeah. actually, if you give tens across the board, you have to pay for it. Oh. That's oh. the new rule. Really? I, I like it. 
I, it's like a swear jar. Yeah. Like no, that's, just, that's I'm you, not even kidding. You should be using that, better I'm thought. I'm not even kidding. If you give all tens or all ones, you have to pay for it. I think that I think really? that's a great rule. Like, and you should donate it to charity or something. Yeah. Or, no. Like the Get a Brain Foundation. It, no, 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 no. My my college tuition. It's what, what, what I get donated to. Tens across the board or ones across the board speaking should of, be paid speaking for. Speaking of college tuition, yes. There's college tuition in this movie. I don't oh, know. oh, yeah, Ao. Yes, that is our connection. Yeah, and did you get that? What did she say? A hundred thousand dollars a year for her for college, her college tuition? tuition. I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> Where are you going? What? I mean, uh, she's got to be doing some serious drugs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that a political statement or something? I don't know. We can't afford free college for all. I don't know. I don't know what's happening there. Okay. Anyway. So, um, yeah, I think eight out of 10, I, yeah. I got it at four for the year right now. Uh, it, I don't think it'll go higher cause no, cause it's well, got what you have above it us. I have right above it. And then right below it, I have Dr. Sleep. Oh, oh, interesting. I so I think it. that's, I think it's not going to go above or below. I didn't either like Dr. Sleep that much. Yeah. I really like Dr. Nice. Sleep a nice. lot. There were a lot of people that were kind of, I, I thought I saw one thing that said, this is why we don't do sequels to <laughs> No, no, no. I thought Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep felt a lot like uh, Blade Runner 2049 to me. Oh. And that like a... Uh, a, sequel, a sequel, but almost like with quotes on it. like Yeah, in a, in a way that like kind of refreshes the, the original in a way that felt very earned and like in a way that... It like celebrates it's, the original without it, like... It doesn't necessarily even celebrate the original. I mean, it, it, it comments on the original in a really interesting way, first of all, but also it kind of... It tells its own story in a very mm. in a way uh, very different from the original in a way that I was completely on board for for, gotcha. for from the okay. very start. Yeah, I really love Doctor Sleep. A so, lot. what's our next score thing? Here? Uh, story is our next category. Story. Does that is that like plot, basically? Yeah, Pl- plot. But it also but includes it's, it's, how it's, it's told, more than just plot. How it's like it plays story, out. how it plays out. I think okay. probably writing is a part of this because like. Dialogue is probably sure, part of this sure. also. Um, yeah, really all elements of story that you can think of, like setting. Mm. Setting is a huge oh, part of story. I, I absolutely love the house. Yeah. <laughs> I I really enjoyed it. And and especially at the beginning, it seemed like they were reveling in like little prop things. Yeah, yeah. That's, a good, really that's another like good that. way of exposition, like mm-hmm. through very yeah, uh, that, kind of subtle exposition. You kind of, it's there's not, a, there's, it's, there's like, there's, it's, they're not all explicitly expository, you know what yeah. I mean? But there's some that are, like his books. Yes. Well, and they're, is explicitly expository. They're characterizing like, though too. They're, yeah, they're characterizing of the house to kind of flesh it out as a, as a And location. the family. And you're kind of like, this is a little odd. Like, it's just a little bit off. Yeah, it, yeah. just a little bit. It gives it, it gives it character. Yes, yes. Um, I would say, what, here's a question. Do you think this movie would be better if it takes place entirely on the estate? Hmm. Oh. Because they do go off, they do yeah. leave the estate. Right, so there's a scene, there's, there's, a, there's a couple scenes in her apartment where she lives. I actually, I did like that. And, they're in, and it, that might work, but like in the, the stuff in the town is mostly what I'm talking about. Like, is that, is there a way that you can figure out to tell this differently so that you don't have to go there? Because I felt like a lot of that was extraneous in a way that could have been cut down maybe. Yeah. Or I, at least, I mean, because it feels like all, a lot of it's set up for for later in a, in a way that, that could have been set up more efficiently that part of it because like everything that ho- everything in the house feels so tight to me yes but mm-hmm. w- as soon as they leave the house it feels like it's uncontained in a way that's not 
I see what you're saying. That's not good for as far as for the forward moving narrative. Yeah, and for the tightness of the story. Yeah. Yep. I think I think you're right. You could have just done with her apartment and the house because I the first her, her, her apartment is an interesting, almost metaphoric location. Well. And because uh, like because her apartment compared to the size of the house, that's exactly right. The juxtaposition. The first time that that we flashed to her, I'm like, wait, this because it, it's kind of it's got that like brick, but you're like, this is an apartment. This is oh, and you're kind of like you're like jarred yeah. a little bit mm-hmm. by the shot because the shot's it's, similar. I mean, it's something that the parasite also does. Oh, and okay. parasite does it way better. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you think about parasite, like the literally the every single line in that house means something. Mm-hmm. Every single f- upstanding beam has metaphorical purpose. Like so e- metaphorical. It's so, <laughs> so metaphorical. metaphorical. Um, but like, ev- like literally every single part of that house, the way it's organized, the way it's put, like they literally built that house from the ground up in order to serve every single purpose, every single scene to an exact T. And even, and the same thing with their basement house. Like they're everything in the house. There's literally no, the architecture itself it does not waste anything. Well, and here, like it's and they're moving through the town, right? Like, the, and that right. and that comparing this movie through the town, it's like dang. Comparing this movie to Parasite, it's like makes this movie feel like it. I don't know if it, it doesn't make this movie movie worse. It just shows how fantastic a yes. movie Parasite is, and how intentional, and how intentional, right? And, and how, how intentionally metaphorical, metaphorical. <laughs> so metaphorical, so <laughs> metaphorical. Well, but like, and, that, and it doesn't say anything bad about this movie. It just shows like that Parasite goes above and beyond as far as achieving a metaphorical, pur- metaphorical purpose. But I think this movie does at least uh, at the very base basics ac- accomplish that because it does have that juxtaposition of the rich house to her, right. the rich extravagant it's mansion to her. It's got interesting shots, but it's not nearly as intentional or as mm-hmm. compelling or as beautiful. As, yeah. But but that's not really story. So I do think the story no, here, like I would say, location is part of story, and okay, that, and especially as it relates to storytelling. Like that's that's a huge part of it. What actually. are the other categories? Just so I know, acting, look and feel, effect. Okay, so, so look and feel is a little bit that too, uh, but that's more like the the like the aesthetic design of it, whereas the that's metaphorical purpose definitely is part of story. Oh, gotcha. Sure, sure. Yeah. So story, I think. I feel like I I'm I feel like I'm a little bit bit between a seven and an eight. I feel like the same, honestly, actually. And I, I don't know which way to go. I feel with like it. another rewatch is is would be would be helpful for So I think I think I'm gonna stick with my first impression number just because the rewatch yeah. might help might, might help it bring up either go or confirm a seven, conf- honestly. Yeah, yeah. So I think I'm gonna stay with eight okay. for me. Just because just because I think the story was tight. The dialogue was really good. I thought the dialogue was snappy and interesting. It's, it's pretty spot on. And it, and it, and it it's exposits. Not, it, it, fits, it fits this tone. I think a lot of the problem that people have with The Last Jedi was that like the, the tone of, of the humor is not... It's not the humor itself is bad. It just doesn't really fit the tone of Star Wars. And I feel like, again, if you bring in J.J. Abrams, who works with that script and says, take this out, it doesn't fit. Right. Like, we can keep some of it, but like, this, this doesn't work, this doesn't work, this doesn't work. I have like... You know what I mean? Right. That's that's the job of a director is to take a script and kind of mold it into a sort of vision. I think that Ryan fits Johnson's the universe, fits especially. the universe especially exactly. Where in this movie they they were creating. I mean, they use yeah, and universe. he can do it. And like Ryan Johnson can use our universe and shape it to be whatever he wants, and he can create whatever tone he wants. He doesn't have this this in, immense legacy to live up to or yeah. anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's just I don't know if it's that he was attempting too much with that. I feel like like you're you're able to go big with something. I just feel like if someone had been able to rein him in and kind of do different things with it, yeah, then it would have been able to sort of be a better movie than it actually oh, yeah. is. Um, what do you got for story, Kieran? Um, 
Yeah, I'll. I'd probably go with an eight. Also, it. I think it should give us all eights. Eights across the board. Yeah, it's a yeah, so, it's a solid mystery. If we give out all eights across the board, we have to pay. We have to murder probably. mystery. No, it's all just tens. I mean, yeah, it's tens and ones. But tens and ones. I'm gonna. Ch- I I don't think I'm gonna give it eights across the board. But you. So you, you thought like just I it was a solid. I feel terrible. Yeah. 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 It it, I, it, yeah. it actually felt kind of like reading a really good mystery yeah. novel. I yeah, did just yeah, watch that. last night. I watched Witness for the Prosecution. Oh yeah. And Witness for the Prosecution is like an all tyrant felt to me. Like Witness for the Prosecution is it actually is Agatha Christie. First of all. Oh. Second of all, I mean, it's just it's flawless in terms of its actual. Mystery. So that would be like a ten story for you. Pro- nine or ten. I mean, okay. uh, maybe not a ten on on first watch, but I feel like even two day, even a day out from that movie, it feels solid in the nine category. Um, gotcha. Okay. Just because there's the elements of that are so flawlessly weaved into the the forward moving plot of it, here I feel like the the elements as far as to the way the mystery is solved aren't necessarily paced out as well as they possibly could be. Uh, there's a lot of extraneous stuff in between, the sort of clues, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and like the foreshadowing. Uh, I feel like the foreshadowing the foreshadowing is there and it's all it's all it all works but as far as again the way it's the foreshadowing itself is paced I feel like could be on Paul like this movie is a little bit like 10 minutes over two hours I think is what I saw and I feel like again especially towards that that stuff after they leave the house Mm. could have been trimmed to be sort of make it dragging at all it doesn't feel I yeah, it doesn't feel draggy, but there are some it things did looking a little back. Bit, it did a little bit for me. Oh. Not not in this not in the typical like it did it's just very slight. I didn't I didn't actively notice it, but it I did think this does not need to be this long. Can we move on towards what we oh. really want, which is the mystery kind of resolved. The at car that chase point. sequence that, in particular. And, well, literally everything in the town after they leave the house. Yeah. All of that. It, it, it went a long time. And yeah. It, it goes I, it for longer than it needs I to. I think I think it it was it had a pretty upbeat tempo but it still felt unnecessary right. it's, it yeah. hasn't or superfluous right superfluous yeah. is a good word because i mean but it's not superfluous because it, a lot of it is clues towards them well, towards the true. ending but, but I, they could have done but it again, better like we said before it can be it, i think could have been sort of gone out the setting the yeah. setting wasn't as good as it could have been right the setting it's like this the setting once they go in the town is not interesting like no. the setting inside the house is fascinating oh, but yeah. as soon as they leave it, it, it there's not a good there's not as a clear sense of geography or or aesthetic like it doesn't have right it doesn't have like we were talking about before with the with the weird trinkets inside the house it doesn't have that sense of character to it yes yes i agree which yep. i think is to its weakness rather than its benefit i mean because you could do that but they because they already do that thing like you know contrasting her house with that and they have that contrast but i feel like once they get into the city it's not meant for purposes of contrast it's just boring at that yeah. point yeah yeah uh, so story for me, I think I'll go with seven. I mean, on on first watch, I feel like this could be confirmed on a rewatch or go up to an eight, but I think seven is is fair for me as of right now. Gotcha. Uh, so acting is our next category. I think Kieran should go first on this one. Yeah, let's have Kieran oh, go gosh. first. That mean that way we can copy him instead of him copying us. That's right. That's right. Um, for acting, gosh, I hate to do it. I have. Two eights already, but like, I mean, you dirty dog. I know. I feel like sevens too. I've already low, got a seven. Though. I can do whatever I want. With Tyler. I anyway. <laughs> Even if I did have to pay money, it would just go straight back to me in my college tuition. Uh, I feel like sevens too low and nines too high. I think nine would definitely be too high for this. 
So there's no real Oscar caliber. I yeah. feel like I feel like honestly, nine is almost Oscar caliber because mm. like uh, nine is like one Oscar caliber performance yes. supported by some decency, and like yeah. ten is like Oscar caliber across the board, pretty much. Mm. Yeah, I mean I'm, they're all solid performances. There's nothing that stands out to me as a bad, anything bad, but like, yeah, probably not. I I love the I love the. Uh, like even the, even the even the the dude that died's mom. Yeah, his mom. That's what I was just gonna say. Like yep. even that. Yep. I mean, it's Christopher Plummer's subtle, mom. But yep. I I kind of think I'm gonna go with a seven though here in this category, and I think the reason is is that other than what is it, Marta? Did we say? That her, that yeah, Marta is yeah, her name. name. So Anna de Armas. Anna de Armas, I think. She had Armas. she had not a fan, like you said, it wasn't Oscar worthy or anything. It was very good. But other than that, she she functions as the protagonist. Like she she right. accomplishes her job. Yeah, absolutely. And and she does. I think she does the best of anyone. But other than that, like none of the performances blew me away. They they were just all good. yeah, and like we said, Daniel Craig's accent is not it's not the type of accent that like makes you, you blow your mind. It's more of the accent that you're that you're like, is this a good idea or not? I, yeah, I kept, like it kind of makes you nervous. Like is this is this gonna was work it or not? In cheek? Is this gonna work? Yeah. Is this I kept thinking I back know. to the episode of The Office, the the murder mystery party or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the same accent that, that that Michael has. Yeah, yeah. My name is Caleb Crawdad. Yeah. yeah. I I didn't know the housekeeper. No, Michael here. She was. She great. was in the movie. She was. Yeah, she's she was not, at she's the not beginning really in the and the end. And like, she was. Right, she but, was. But I wasn't scene, sure. She, she was might have been like the most where the movie's not very clear. Like a lot of yeah. stuff involving her. She her her character is not very established very well, but she becomes a very important yeah. part of the plot. When she was talking yep. early in the movie, I I didn't know who she. I was. I thought she was part of. The, yeah, I had right. no idea who she was. So that, that was a poor. That was poor. A that's poor what I, that's what, that moment. might have been part of what I was talking about before about how like character exposition kind of rushed through a little bit. Her character is not very established it, very well. She wasn't especially. interviewed though, was she? No, no. And that's no. probably why we had no idea who she yeah, was. Actually, yeah, because she just shows. Because like when she's talking to to Marta, and you're just like, is this, "Is this is this another daughter that we missed, or a wife?" Uh, or, yeah, you're like, "What?" Well, yeah. I mean, also, we, we also, saw her at also, the also Michael Shannon's wife. She just just shows up at the will reading. Yeah, and she and nowhere else really. Yep. It, she that didn't too. need to. Almost didn't need to she, be. Yeah, there. you pretty much got rid of her. Get, entirely. Got rid of her character. Yeah. Yeah, like she, so, I don't think she literally she literally doesn't say a word. You just see her holding hands with Michael Shannon. You're like, oh, <laughs> he has a wife apparently. Right, right. Yeah. I, did they ever show a picture I, of their family? Uh, no. Okay, I don't think so. Yeah, and then that other scene where he's smoking a cigar with his with son, his son. Just his She's son. not there either. Yeah, that is that. Is, that would have been kind of funny though if it's all three of them just on the porch smoking together as a family. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that would have been great. And yeah. they could have introduced your character. Could have been even like actually fun. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I'll pro- I think I'll probably agree with you, Luke, on a seven here. I, I mean, but it, it, it's lower. such a huge. I wouldn't put it lower oh, than a seven, okay. probably, because it's it's such huge actors across the board, all doing pretty good work. True. Like you got Christopher Plummer. He he was good, and he's really good. Yeah, and and Shannon's character was good. Yeah, Michael I mean, Shannon's. I mean, I think he he honestly might be a standout for me. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, like mm-hmm. he does. I think he uh, of the. Of the Tony Collette character, the Jamie Lee Curtis character, and though and him, those three. Oh, I think Don he, Johnson, you forgot about him. And I think uh, Frank Oz also, but um, he. Frank, I think Frank he, Oz. I think he was in it. Yeah. Was he the the old? 
security guy? No, I think I think he was the will reader. What? Oh, oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but of those three, I think Michael Shannon stood out the most. I me, mean, I think, and honestly, out of all the family, even I think he pulls a, pulls a really good performance. Jamie Lee Curtis, I liked too. She's always good. Yeah, uh, but I think Michael Shannon kind of stood out to me. Yes, no, personally. I agree. Uh, yeah. And then Anna de and Daniel Craig is solid. Lakeith Stanfield in a very small role. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I really like I I don't know something something about his eyes kind of are alluring to me. The third but, cop, yeah, the, that guy, yeah, the yeah. guy who would like read all the books. And he stuff. was good, was really funny. Relief. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah, I did like him. I, I mean, I I kind of wish they would get had given a more meaty role to Lakeith Stanfield. Kind of, maybe it's just like they casted Lakeith Stanfield in such a small role. I don't know. Yeah, um, but he I didn't mean, have a lot of meat. Uh, he I just mean, had to play the straight guy. The straight I just man. want I just want to see more of him though. Yeah. Cause, cause he's so fantastic in Get Out, and he's really good in Sorry to Bother You. Even though I didn't really like that movie, I think he's still really, he's still awesome in that. I think he's just a really good actor. That I, I think there's something about his, his demeanor, like the way he carries himself, and then his eyes also. I think both those two things combined kind of really give him a depth, a depth as a character. Like his small role in Get Out, you get so much out of that. Mm. Um, because because yeah. he's he's such a cool guy, but at the same time, there's a little bit of pain there, mm. and like. Especially when he comes out of the out of the sunken place and stuff, that scene is insane. Mm. I mean, I I really like his character just as a whole, and he and his role is perfect in that movie. He doesn't have like a huge role. He doesn't. Even, he's not even really part of the climax at all, but he serves his purpose mm. perfectly. Um, he's gonna be in Uncut Gems. Uh, oh. That was him that was talking to in the. Oh, he's one of the basketball players. No, no, no. He was like, uh, he's the one who's like Black Jew Power. Oh, okay. He's that guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's and, part of. Kevin Garnett's entourage. Yeah, something like that. I don't even know. <laughs> but I just I just want to see more of him. Uh, I think he's also in Atlanta, which I really want to see. That's uh, Donald Glover's show on FX, I think. Oh. I really want to see that. But I think he's really good. I think... I don't know if I'm ready to go to an eight yet. I think seven's fair. I think, again, this isn't one that could stick... I don't, think, I don't see it going lower, but I could see it being confirmed or going up to an eight. But I think seven is fair for acting for me. All right. That brings us to look and feel... Ooh, God, feel. Which includes basically like cinemato- primarily cinematography and score and music choices, but yeah. I guess other otherwise. Isn't like, I think Gideon should go first. If you laugh one. and stuff, isn't that no? Included? That's effect. Yeah, that's be effect. The next one. Yeah, yeah um, that'll be the last category. Except and feel, look like and feel. You feel no, that's laughter. No, look and feel is like the vibe you get off, like the aesthetic of the movie, kind of. Yeah, like how yeah. it looks. Yeah, like 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 does it create a world and a you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I can mean, you enter in. Yes, I mean again, I might compare this to Parasite because it does kind of have that same contrasty sort of thing to it, but it doesn't achieve it nearly as uh, mm. as sleek of yeah. a way. I mean, Parasite's a ten there. Par- Parasite's a ten here. Parasite's a the Parasite is one that I might have to pay to the, to the <laughs> 10 out of 10 jar because <laughs> like, I'm looking at these categories and I probably would give it 10s across the board and not, not even kidding, which I kind of feel bad about because I kind of said, well, Max, come on, you can't give Joker 10 out of 10s across the board, but then I probably would do the same thing to Parasite, hey, <laughs> honestly. You just brought up Joker. Come on, man. Dude, dang it. And oh, I just lost the game too. Wow, oh, you lost the Joker game. I lost the game and we the Joker game one, one. one oh, week. Couldn't you one week without losing one the even episode? One Come episode. on, Gideon. Man. Actually, that's not true because I think the last few episodes or so we haven't talked about the oh, Joker. Really? Yeah, like Let's the go. midway episode we didn't. Okay. Right. Yeah, we might have to go back and listen. I don't think we to did. Confirm. Mm-hmm. But all right. Well, the Joker game is we talk about the Joker every episode. 
and it just seems to be something that we can't stop doing. Yeah, it's like and the I, game, but it's the Joker game. It's the Joker so, game. Yes, but then we just lost the game the and game the Joker is, game. So. The game is that you can't think of the game, and if you think of the game, you lose You've the game. Lost the game, and so now, we just lost. We just lost the Joker game and the game all at the same time. And every time now we just lost and the now game you, for all of you. Sorry. Well, right, right. And when you lose the Joker game, you're gonna end up losing the game also because it's just you're you're screwed. It's mm. there's no hope. <laughs> Which yeah, is appropriate. We, yeah, I mean, we didn't talk about. I don't think we talked about Joker in Midway, Get Out, Forby Ferrari, The King, Disney Plus, Narnia, Doctor. We might have talked about it in Doctor Sleep episode, but like, it's been a while. Hmm, Maybe well. since Zombieland, honestly, which was like five episodes ago. Well, <laughs> it's been a while. Look uh, and feel. Look and feel. Oh, you're saying, saying that I have to go first? I think so. I'm gonna give this a seven. Also, honestly, um, it's a it's it's seven is the definition of adequate like it it works and accomplishes what it needs to do um and i think probably that might be indicative of what my next score might be since i had an eight for first impression uh but i think seven works here because i think it literally yeah. it, it, it does what it needs to do and not really much more well that almost feels that almost feels six-ish to me well I yeah think- but it, i feel like uh, yes i think you're right if it, I, it's like six is honestly might be a little bit a little bit below kind of Six is adequate. Seven is like accomplishes what it needs to do. I see. If does, does that make sense? Yeah. I think that's a fair dis- distinction, yeah. right? Because adequate is sort of like it's average, whereas accomplishes what it needs to do as far as the story is concerned is kind of like do serving above a certain purpose. Average? And above and, and above, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's. I try to explain my scores as best I can. So yes, as, so I know. I know you feel like we're forcing you into a mold. Sometimes you'd rather just talk about it than give it the scores. But I think the yeah. people want the scores, Gideon. Yeah, the scores. Meta score. Meta. meta. Film critic score. Film critic. Rotten people tomatoes. hate the scores. People hate rotten. People tomatoes. hate scores. I don't, yeah. I don't know. People I don't, hate rotten I think, tomatoes. I think people. Like I think scores. people hate rotten tomatoes because they don't understand what rotten tomatoes is. Yes, that's true, and it doesn't yeah. always. Like, it doesn't explain why what did it Rotten is. Tomatoes give us give it this movie this score this movie's great well it wasn't Rotten Tomatoes it was like literally hundreds of critics so right. yell at the critics not Rotten Tomatoes because they didn't do anything well and the other thing as you pointed out is if everybody gives it like a fifty one percent it will have a hundred percent on Rotten yeah, Tomatoes that that's true. strange but anyway I that's a that's, no it's it's not even fifty one percent it's either like or not like yeah it's a one or zero oh. so it's even less oh than so that. it's just super that binary yeah. yeah it's literally a binary um but I mean that's well, obviously no, a case review, that an individual review right right could that's give, could give it all 50. a fifty one it's 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 a possible scenario but a very albeit a very unlikely one but it yes. is possible within the the framework and and more less exaggerated examples of that sort of like maybe in like all 60s you know what i mean like 60s with some 70s and maybe yeah. 80s but rarely rarely a 10 or a 9 or a 10 could could sway it towards the higher range of the percentages but uh look and feel score for you luke is i think it's actually my turn is it your turn kieran yeah we're, i think we're trying second to do a lot we're trying yeah. to do a different yeah. order every well, time. all right go ahead well, kieran. we can make kieran feel special for this round yeah okay so i think that i would have given it an eight but like you mentioned, but then I gave it a seven, so you have no, to copy no, no, me. No, 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 no. Stop. I see how it is. Stop. I see how it is. Stop. You're just trying to make me feel bad. Oh, well, that's it's not gonna happen. Why else would we record a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> you you should have seen these guys no going after reason. it about the mics <laughs> and the chairs before the podcast. Okay. Anyway, so at first, but after we, you, we have to fight this. Ex- after you explained to me part the part about the the city, I think I didn't feel that at first, but I think I understand that and i could i think 
it goes down for me now that I realize that and understand. Yeah. Once again, my brilliant analysis persuading well, I mean, other you're people. Just too big brain for my little brain, you know. Don't don't hurt yourself, Kieran. So, Kieran, <laughs> seven, seven, seven. Are we do? I forget. Do you guys go halves? No. No. No, we I don't go halvesies. Outlawed halves. No. Especially since you have Holsies. ten. Holsies. <laughs> you know when 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 Andy's like, uh, yep. you want to share a Snickers bar, and <laughs> and he's like halvesies, and and Dwight's like no, <laughs> and he takes the entire thing from Andy, and he's like Holsies, and then he just shout, literally shoves the entire thing in his mouth. <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness, that that's a very Dwight thing to do. Yeah. yeah. No. I'm, Holsies. I'm definitely. I'm I'm sticking with the sevens because. You convinced me that it's better than a six, but it's definitely not an eight. Yeah, the, I mean, it doesn't go up. The doesn't town, go above and then beyond. even some of the things in the house and around the grounds, around the grounds, they don't do hardly anything. Other like than that. other than the the, the muddy mud, that one place, and maybe the, there's not like a, there's the not really security any shots cameras that you look at and say, wow. Other than like the outside of the house, but around also, the house, yeah. But there like, was the, even inside the there was like the lake. maybe maybe the knife shot, yeah. That shot's that's probably the only shot in the movie where I was like, wow, that they they hit that at the perfect moment. Like mm. that's that's exactly what they needed to do there. Yeah. That shot was like, wow. But other than that, it's not really anything yeah. mind blowing as far Actually, as the cinematography. As far as the cinematography goes. Yeah, as far as the cinematography. But like the the sets, the house itself is super interesting. Mm. All the stuff in it, all the you know what I mean? All of that stuff. Yeah, really the way cool. it's put together and the way sort that of, they move around in it. Yes. Yeah, the blocking. Yeah, the blocking was That's what, good. That's how you would say that. Even oh oh, one shot I terms. liked. One shot I liked was at the end where the way that they had the people standing, the family standing, and then her looking down. Yeah. But even the family was standing with yeah. like a wife out front, a husband in back, and then a clump in the middle. I was just yeah, like, yeah, no, I think I verbally said ha. Yeah. It was kind of like that kind of a yeah. Yes. Well, and then like, the the mug. Brain. It was yeah. like that, I think that was the very first. Was that the very yeah, first it shot? It was the first shot. It was. Yeah. And then the yeah. Last so shot. yeah, we are getting a little. But yeah, there were some great. I think we avoided it mostly. Yes. But there's there's not really anything you can really glean there unless you've seen the movie. But it was pretty close. <laughs> yes. So good. Good. All right. Uh, yeah, just don't watch so I am gonna stick with a seven. For my Kieran, score. your score. Oh, Kieran, he gave it a seven. Did he? Seven, yep. Yeah. He went second. Oh. Yeah. Now it's Luke's fault that he said. I must have taken the last seven, seven for, for, for like he's I think I get to go now. first on this last one then, huh? I've only gone first once though. Just kidding, you can go. I don't care. I, I feel like I've gone second almost every time. No, you can go first. You're good. Yeah, go first. Right. Go first. Gideon Take first, it. Mostly. Effect. Grab it by the throat. Yeah, I think you should have to go third. Fine. Ooh. Effect. I think I went third for a first. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Go. Do it. Say it. Talk. Now. Three. Two. I'm gonna go one. with I'm I'm I, I'm again. I feel like I'm just in that seven to eight zone, and I. But it wasn't. It was definitely not powerful enough to be an eight. I could. Hmm. I could almost even be talked down to a six. Honest. I mean, I was gonna say I was gonna give it an eight because I gave it a first impression of an eight. I see. But like, and I kind of gave seven for the rest, and so eight makes sense for the effect for me because I did have a really good time. But as far as like I, like it made me laugh. It didn't. Kind of makes you think a little bit. Like I like I mentioned to you, kind of like the metaphorical purpose of some of the stuff that they were saying. But as far as like that goes, I think it kind of accomplishes that. As far as, but it doesn't really for me personally. I don't know. And I think and like that's, the yeah. If like you had think said, like yeah. the thinking part of it, like you were talking about, like it's like a murder mystery, and like like they're supposed to have like a big reveal. And I thought like I didn't really see that coming, but like it wasn't like that uh thought provoking i guess yes as like 
other things could be. Yeah. I've been, I've been, it's, it's, could a, be. it's effective as a murder mystery. Yeah. Ma- like, I would compare this to Ford versus Ferrari, honestly. I don't think either, either of you have seen that yet. Mm-mm. But it... As for versus Ferrari is effective as like a car movie and and sort of just like a broad entertainment sort of sports movie. I think this is in the same vein of things like effective as a classic murder mystery and kind of like a throwback mm-hmm. to that kind of thing. Interesting that we're getting two such kind of like genre ish movies that are so great at kind of just coming in and doing their job and doing what they need to do and get and like that kind of thing. And I think I probably gave Ford versus Ferrari too high of a score for an effect. I think I gave Ford versus Ferrari a nine, which is way too high. I probably I think I do remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah I probably should have given it an eight uh, looking back. Uh, but I would probably give this a like this is probably like a I don't know because like a, a seven or an eight. It's one of the two. I don't know. I can't go an eight. Could I go? I haven't. I haven't even given yeah, my score yet. I'm still go. struggling. He's go first. <laughs> I, I'm struggling here. It's I, Luke's so, special turn. So here's 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 the turn. thing. I he's, did. He's a special person. I did laugh. Yes, he is. I did laugh at multiple moments, and and so that was that was definitely a good feel. I enjoyed the murder mystery aspect. I was not. There was no like. What? Yeah. Like there was no like yeah, super. Yeah, yeah and, I, like, and there, during witness for the prosecution, I was like, what? Oh, okay. And there was also no feels really for me. I no, wasn't like. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking super for moved. Out of this, I did get some. <laughs> I did get some of that out of Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, that's. I felt like, and that's probably there was more why some like. I, I mean, I might not have gotten like. It, yeah, I mean, I, I did get some of that out of Ford versus Ferrari, and like not not like all the way. It's not like I don't know compared to maybe First Man from last year. I can I got that all the way for first man but not really so much for four of us ferrari uh, yeah i don't know a, a laugh out loud and a good murder mystery I, you know what i think part of it is there's not a lot of murder mysteries out there so it yeah it, so it you, like, you get really, one that works really well yeah. you're like wow this is yeah. awesome i'm giving it a seven i'm giving it a seven that's i think well, that's part of it is is the 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 uniqueness there's not a lot of good murder mysteries that are just that fun. That are just this fun and yeah. this and just this effective and kind of come up like I said, come up, show up to their job. Yeah. What yeah. was that one that we watched a couple of years ago, Gideon, that was like on the train or whatever? Oh yeah. Strangers on the train? No. No. Uh, the Yes, the murder thing murder, on the train. Was it murder, oh, on, murder, the murder on the murder on the Orient Express? Yes, yeah. murder on that the... also is Agatha Christie. Um and that is I mean, we watched the Kenneth Branagh version. I thought, I thought it was pretty. Good. I thought and it was good too. I thought the Kenneth Branagh version was actually like really well, really well done. Just because like the, it's updating a classic story and you and doing it using like modern cinematography and like mm-hmm. making it look epic and like that movie. That yeah, movie probably scores good. higher on look look and feel than this one does. Yes. Probably honestly, like yes. that movie looks well, fantastic. That is entirely and it's got even though it's like reheating, quote unquote, reheating an, an old story. It, it it does. I I had never seen that story done before. Yeah. So that combined with the fact that it's still a, it's still a, a really s- s- smooth looking movie, mm. smooth looking movie. Uh, 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 maybe that's not the word I'm looking for. Um, not manufactured, but kind of like. It flows. Yeah, I don't know. It just looks really good, and I mm-hmm. think that combined with the fact that I had never seen that epic story done before mm-hmm. made that a really enjoyable experience for me. So I, I should I should really watch the the old uh, film version of it. I mm-hmm. think, uh, but a similar that's Agatha Christie. Witness for the prosecution was Agatha Christie. Both of those kind of were like wow, they kind of blew me away as far as like the murder mystery is concerned. Here it didn't as much, but it's still just fun to watch it happen. Yeah. Uh, your your score, Kieran. Um. Yeah, I, this is gonna look kind of funny. Seven for me. 
for the reasons that I mentioned. It made me laugh. It didn't make me cry or feel bad. No, I saw a tear come or, out of your eye, dude. Don't lie. Oh, yeah. I was sitting like two seats away from you. Nah, that, don't lie to me. That was when, he, that was when he rubbed pizza sauce in his eye. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was crying because no. he got it on yeah, his sweatshirt. Yeah, when I got it on my sweatshirt. Oh, no. Oh, no. That was the only feels that I had. See, I told you. Laughing. I sensed it. Yep. This is like brother connection right there. <laughs> uh, it happened. I got you, buddy. Thanks. You're welcome. So what's your score, Gideon? Uh, Kieran said seven. Yep. I said seven. I don't know. I kind of want to give this an eight. I want to be nice, but at the same time, it's not like... I mean, you come out of a Star Wars movie, and you're like, wow, I love Star Wars. Exactly. 10 out of 10, I love Star exactly. Wars so much. Um, and you come out of this, and it's like, wow, that was a solid murder mystery, and it's not much more than that. It's not the same kind of feeling. No. Like, it's just a different sensation. It's like, I love Star Wars so much, and I don't love murder... Mi- I don't have that same mm-hmm. type of uh, affection towards murder mystery yes. Um, yes. but it's still like like you said luke it, it, it is kind of unique unique it's not something you get to experience all the time and that's and that's i don't know if that's the movie's credit or to its detriment as far as the score is concerned because mm. like it is bringing that 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 unique sensation to the modern film discourse not discourse the the uh landscape yeah yes uh, the yeah. film landscape yeah, yeah. And the this the uh yeah and it, and it's something that you kind of oh, feel like hey i gotta mention this yeah the murder she wrote throw in that was great i'm missing what you're the what it, the murder she wrote it's an old like angela yeah, yeah. angela lansbury the tv show when when they mm-hmm. when she marta comes home to her mom and her mom is watching murder she wrote oh i didn't i hadn't Oh, you didn't. You Over didn't. My head. Okay, that yeah. was a reference you guys missed. Well, for you older folks out there, it's dude. Older people don't listen to our podcast. We're too hip. Dang. Just kidding. Wow. Older people are. I guess I'm just revealing. My everybody age. is welcome to listen to our podcast because yes. everybody. We are not an ageist special. podcast. I, yeah. Wait, you're not allowed. You're not. You're not allowed to discriminate people based on age. <laughs> Via the verse. Yes, Michael. <laughs> Ageism <laughs> is not allowed. <laughs> He's like when in that episode of The Office, Michael's like it just completely goes over. He's like, "Wait, really? You can't do this?" <laughs> well, it it is interesting that we that we're talking about The Office so much because the interviews at the beginning kind of feel yeah, a little bit like The Office. No, it's I don't think that's the reason why. I think it's literally because we can't help ourselves. Well, you guys can especially. I haven't seen enough of The Office too. It's just I, so quotable. I appreciate the it's just characters. so quotable. We just literally know all of it. All right, so what'd you By give heart. it, Gideon? Come on, give your score. We got to get these. Uh, okay, added I'll up. give it an eight. I, I'll, 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 uh, I'll give in to my, wow. to my good naturedness. Wow. I know. It's, Kieran's it's upset because like, I ruined it. It's it like you like have it, the good heart of all, the character. We had all eights on. Like it was like a diagonal. If you would do a six, then that would like it would, it would. We didn't but give not, it any not, sixes. No, I know. Oh, no, no, but it, it's now like, you're it's just like restarting di- the process. It's like a diagonal because it would look oh, like seven, 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 and then it would be like it's fine. I just so I just, what's our average? Oh, we're gonna have to do could, average tonight. Now we can't go out of hundred. We can't go out of a hundred. Yeah. I mean, we could just kick off Kieran's scores. <laughs> nah, that's he fair. just copied everyone else. Anyway. <laughs> okay, big brother. Man, yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's I tough being a little bro. Spreadsheet, very tough. So. I'm curious what my score was. Just to, oh wait, I see it. 16, the problem, the problem is that there's no spreadsheet. Sixteen and anymore. twenty-one Normally is thirty. Normally, spreadsheet goes. For each person. I don't have to do math. I'm in college. I don't have to do math anymore. Mine's, Dude, mine's thirty-seven. That's, that's why I graduated from high school, so I didn't have to do math, right? Thirty-seven Lucas's and Kieran's is thirty-eight. Mine's thirty-seven. Kieran's thirty-eight. What? Thirty-six, thirty-seven, thirty-eight. Yeah. No, thirty-seven, thirty-seven. Oh yeah, 38. Kieran gave it an eight the last time. Yeah. So um. Wow. So 37 plus 37 is 74 out of 100. 
And then we just go up half. Oh, no, we go up a third. Let's just kick it off, Kieran's, just to make it easier. No, 74.333. I like the repeating. Okay, Lou's score can be 74.333. I'll put 74 in the big spreadsheet. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I suppose you have to have. But 74.3 repeating. I don't know. I'm glad you're here, Kieran. (laughs) So where would this fit? My opinion doesn't matter. (laughs) Where would this fit on (laughs) on your spreadsheet? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to wonder if where this would end up if Max was here, because I feel like he. I I don't know how he would feel about this. Sometimes I can tell. Sometimes I really can't. Well, the Ryan Johnson factor is probably just why we even did the podcast, because he may not even ever watch it. We don't know. I mean, who knows? He might. He might. I don't know. I think he likes Daniel Craig. Oh, he likes Daniel Craig. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Um, let's see. Where does this put this? It's kind of hard because this is like our opinions are so. Oh, I see. But I still other. am interested to see just where it fits it's in below, between the movies. It's below the way, way back. Okay. Which is odd. And above Joker. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is action. Like the way, way back. I feel like if we had reviewed the way, way back, it would have gotten like. And kind of compared to these scores. It would have been in the 60s. It would have been probably below the 60s. I, I have seen that movie, actually. Oh, really? And I, I would say overall I enjoyed it. And then our and then with Joker, if you and I reviewed Joker, it would probably also be in like the 50s or 60s. Maybe I not liked, today. Maybe today. My t- my scores of the Joker today, again, we're talking about Joker again, and I just lost the game again. Dude. <laughs> If we if you if we reviewed the Joker again today, I my scores probably would be a little bit higher, maybe like two three points higher that, than that's than actually when we re- a your lot. total score, not in each category. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, right. not not in each category. <laughs> yeah. yeah, overall, I yeah. uh, would probably be a little bit higher. Yep. Yep. Well, I think, I think we, I think that movie I did us well, a... and I think we did it well. Yes. That'll do it for this bonus episode of Script to Screen on Knives Out. Thanks for listening. If you want to listen to the live show, you can go to 90.3 WRST-FM Oshkosh from 7 to 8 on Saturdays. This week, we're going to be talking about a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Tune in, and we'll see you then. Guys out. Bye.